What is going on, everybody? WQAQ Left Bench here. I'm Dante Esposito, along with... Evan Deck, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Evan, how are you doing this week? I'm doing pretty okay. Hopefully this podcast really tops the week off. It always does. Yes, sir. We got a lot to get into, and I'll tell you what we don't have a lot to get into today, and that is baseball, because Manfred, still a joke. But... Ennis Freedom says that NHL stars should boycott the Beijing Olympics. <clears throat> There's evidence to prove that Belichick, it's Belichick, and it's not Brady. And the NHL is on the rise. Can Steph make history? We'll see. But first off, with our keeping tabs, Evan, what do we got? Yeah, we got uh, Ennis Freedom, or otherwise known as Ennis Cantor as his former name. He is a Boston Celtic center. Um, so we said that the NHL stars should boycott the Olympics. Um, all gold medals you, all the gold medals you can win in the world are not more important than your values, your principles. And I feel like we need to stand up for what's right and his freedom. What he's basically saying here is that he's always been an outspoken guy about human rights and has uh, stopped criticizing his native nation of Turkey, which he left to become an American, to now criticize the Chinese government. He's accusing Beijing of committing genocide against the Wayugros and suppressing dissidents in Tibet, Hong Kong, and Taiwan. He later said they should not go. I understand these athletes are working so hard to get to that level, but sometimes there are bigger things in sports. There are bigger things than the basketball or hockey. What do you think about that, Dante? Look, I, I agree 100% about you know human rights are more important than sports, okay? However, I don't know if he should be telling NHL players that they should boycott the Olympics. Because after all, the Olympics are, it's, it's a season where all countries get together and you play for your country. It's the one time in the world where the whole country, world comes together. All the countries come together. They compete together. And when it comes down to it, it is for the game. It is for your country. You compete for your country. It definitely creates unity within the nation. Yeah. I mean, you look at America, obviously, divided, but come Olympic time, we're all together. That's so for sure. That, that's why I don't uh, agree with him on boycotting the Olympics. I think the Olympics is just something different, something special that really just takes everybody's mind off of everything else, and you can just work on unity and, and sports. Yeah, it's not so much an American sports league's, like, not problem per se, but... It's all the way in China. Like, there's not much they can do otherwise than boycott the Olympics, which I don't think is the best solution. That's not a solution in my eyes. I don't think that NHL players will actually boycott the Olympics. No. But, I, I mean, I do understand what, what Freedom is saying here. He, he values his human rights, and we I understand that. I mean, don't we all? Yeah. Moving on. Is it Belichick and not Brady? Mac Jones and the Patriots took down the Bills, and Mac only threw three passes, completing two of them, 19 pass yards. They won the game. Uh, does this take down Brady's stature just a little bit? I don't want to say take down because Brady's still an amazing quarterback who's already won a Super Bowl with another team, could win another one this year, very good quarterback. But it definitely just proves that Bill Belichick is a really good coach and that he definitely contributed a lot. I think it's more than people recently have wanted to be credit for, give him credit for because a lot of people have really been saying that Brady's been the GOAT recently. I, I agree. Look, Belichick, when, when Brady left the Pats, it was did Brady make Belichick or did Belichick make Brady? 
And I think last week against the Bills proved that Belichick made Brady. I'm not saying Brady is not a great quarterback. He is one of the best all time. I'm not ready to say that he's the best all time. And you're saying he wins a Super Bowl in Tampa. He had a super team in Tampa. You, ha- I think maybe any quarterback can win a Super Bowl with that team. That's not true whatsoever. He is still... If you put, I would say, six quarterbacks in the NFL on Tampa, they would win the Super Bowl. I don't think they won the Super Bowl because of Brady. He would have not been that quarterback without Belichick, but Belichick is not better than him. Belichick made Tom Brady who he is today, but Tom Brady is still better than Belichick is as a whole. I, I can't. How? How do you? How do you say that when you have a rookie quarterback, a rookie, a young team, who's first in the AFC? That doesn't happen often. It's a good team. They're a solid team. They're all around the team. With a rookie quarterback who has no NFL experience, and they're they beat the Bills. They they're the Bills lost to the Jags. Okay. Things click. They have a seven-game win streak. Good for them. Number one in the AFC, and you're saying it's nothing to do with... I mean, yeah, he's a good coach, but I still think Brady's better. I think Belichick will forever be the greatest coach of all time. I'm not saying he's not. Tom Brady's also the best quarterback. The best quarterback and best head coach ever. I'm still not ready to say Brady's the best quarterback. Because you're just a Jets fan. And no, not, I could care less about if I'm a Jets fan or not here. It's just Brady is not... I, I think Belichick... Brady overshadows Belichick in, in the public eye. And I think that... Because he's better. I, he's not. I, two completely different things, first off. Coach and player. But I still think he is the reason. I think if without Belichick, Brady would not be anything that he is today. Belichick's not winning seven Super Bowls with Mac Jones? We'll see. He, he could win a Super Bowl in Mac Jones' rookie year. Yeah, okay. But I I would put money on the Patriots winning the Super Bowl right now. <laughs> I would. That's so funny. I would, right now. That's so funny. No. Mark my words. The Pats will okay. go to the Super Bowl this year. Uh, so it's the Chiefs and Pats? Oh, wait, they're in the same No, no, I'm, I'm taking so the Pats. So you're taking the Pats away now? The Chiefs yeah, away now? I'm taking the Pats. All right, so now he's hopping off the ship. I'm taking the Pats yeah, to the Super the Pats Bowl. now. Yeah, absolutely. And you call me a Jets fan. You are a Jets okay, fan. Okay, so then why am I taking the Pats? Because you think they're a better team than your team. They are a better team than your team. So you're picking a better team. I'm not picking the Patriots because they're better than the Bengals. I'm going to ride the Bengals out no matter no, what. You, you're do. saying I'm biased against the Patriots because I'm a Jets fan. But here I'm taking them to win the Super to, to go but to the Super Bowl. You still have not said one nice thing about Mac Jones without saying something bad after it. You you want me to? Because and Mac Jones did nothing, and Mac Jones did nothing this last game. Exactly. Therefore, it is Belichick. But Tom Brady was throwing though, throwing five yard screen passes, dump off. Brady and Mac. I see so many similarities. No. Yes, absolutely. No, that's I don't agree with you right there. I don't think that's true. But we'll see what you think. We'll see how the season goes, and we'll see if the Patriots get to the Super Bowl. I'm I'm excited to see. Let's get on some more NFL news to cover here. Mike McCarthy guarantees a Cowboys win. Bold against Washington this week. Not really, but... Who really cares? That division's such a wash. I mean, the Cowboys will win the division. Yes, this game doesn't really matter. But I think the football team—they're they're, oh, the football they're, team. They're yeah, coming off six of a good six, six and seven. 
Undefeated since the bye week. Oh, yeah, that means nothing. That means a lot. They're you hot. You throw them in any other division, they're not playing well. Next topic. King Henry may return sooner than we all thought. Certainly will be interesting. That would be scary. Titans kind of slowing down a little bit. A so little they bit. might need him to push them right back up to where they were before. Russell Wilson later denied these rumors, but when there's smoke, there's fire. There's a report saying that he would consider playing for the Giants, Saints, and Broncos. What do you think about that? There's only one team he should truly go to on that list. It's not the Giants. It's not the Saints. It's the Broncos. The Broncos with with. with I think he should go to the Broncos. The Broncos have a pretty good defense. They can step it up a little bit there. They got some good wide receivers. They just. I can see him going there because the Saints, I feel like, are a little too old of a team. Yeah. Broncos could be up and coming if they get a nice veteran quarterback that can kind of push them through. And the Saints are having cap issues, so signing Russ, that would be interesting. Yeah, they don't get the money for that. The Broncos with a real quarterback? Yeah, I don't think it's happened for a couple years. I think the last guy's name was. uh, Brock Osweiler, I think that was the last the solid quarterback. <laughs> Justin Fields back for the Bears. Means I don't nothing. think that's going to mean yeah, anything for yeah. us. Now this story can confirm means nothing. Jamal Adams done for the year with the torn labrum. Jets, it's well, it's safe to say they won the trade astronomically here. Jamal yeah, just not hard to win a trade with you sending him out. Really, anything getting back would have been nice. But you guys got a amazing lot stuff back. <laughs> Like we said, Mac throwing three passes. That's just that's it. That ties the record for the fewest passes. Really? Yes. And now this story wow. here. You you always like to call me an old head, but Micah Hyde and Poyer get into it with reporters post game. Yeah, I agree with this. Game. I agree I with love, you. I agree with you. Hundred percent. So it. you can't let your team get trash talk. Just like. I'm surprised the Rangers didn't do more about Kratzoff. You can't let your team, your team is your pride. Those are your brothers. You wear, well, not in the NFL, but like in most sports, you wear the logo on the front. You're not playing for the name on the back. You're playing for the logo. You're playing Absolutely. for the team. You don't let them down talk your team. For any of you guys who don't know what happened, a reporter asked two defensive players on the Bills if they were embarrassed by their run defense. And Micah Hyde said, that's a bad question. And he later went on to say that he sits and gets interviewed after every game every week and it's a sign of respect that he showed to the reporters and all he wants is mutual respect and that he will remember that question for the rest of his career exactly and then finally on football news to cover BBB Big Ben blows he is not a good quarterback ladies and gentlemen he he pulls together some interesting games gets some interesting points but he can never truly cap it off it's really amazing how he's never able to do this. And, you know, they did beat the Ravens. That was impressive. But then the Vikings game, blown out of the water very early on. And they came back. And they came back, win, but you can't, you can't set yourself that low unless you can fully get that comeback in. All right, let's hop into some football predictions here. I am up on the prediction scores by five. I won that Steelers-Vikings game. I Vikings, Dante had the Steelers. First game here, 49ers at Bengals. I got Bengals winning this 34-23. If the Bengals have any hopes of making the playoffs and making some headway, they need to win this game decisively. Dante? Yes. Um, yes. Look, I, I got the Bengals here at 33-20. I'm glad you have the Bengals here. Yeah, I, The Niners and Kittle have been... Eh, Up wavy, and down, yeah, wavy. but the Bengals have been too. Yeah, but I, I feel like the Bengals... This is more of a must-win. They, they, oh, yeah, 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 100%. But um, both teams have been wavy. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> the Bengals lost to the Jets. Yeah, and the Bears. Yeah, so I... I Matt Nagy. The Ra- the yeah. Raiders at Chiefs. Divisional game. Chiefs are going to win this game again, 31-26. I'm taking the Chiefs 33-30 again. I always loved Raiders-Chiefs. Uh, just great, great, great offensive prowess. Great word. Great rivalry, great word, Dante. <laughs> Cowboys football team we alluded to this yeah, game earlier. Yeah, um, they're right. They're going to win 28-20. to 20. I say 27-23, but don't count out Washington just yet. I think Dak really gets his swagger back here. The Cowboys are an interesting team. They lose yeah, a couple games yeah. they shouldn't. They're kind of like the Bengals almost. Yeah, I, I see that. Yeah, but uh, the Bengals have the uh, comeback player of the year, Joe Burrow. So, uh, Jaguars at Titans. Be surprised if the Titans lost. Dante put the same score as me. No, no. With the winning team, so I don't know how that's going to work when they both get end up getting 27. But I have 27 to 13. I got 27 14. Wow, here. that was <laughs> so original, Dante. I'm so proud of you. Seahawks, Texans. Ugh. I'm going to take the Seahawks 27 17. Oh, that, that. Wow. I got Seahawks 29 12. It's going to be a. Ugly. Yeah, game. Texans aren't very good. Seahawks haven't been playing very well. We'll see what happens. Saints at Jets. Your Jets not winning this game. 26 15, Saints. I'm also going to take the Saints that's here. That's a good choice there, Dante. 24 21. Kamara's back. That's that's the only reason why I'm picking the Saints here. If Kamara was not here, then I'm taking the Jets. But Kamara's here. 24 Really? You're taking the Jets if Kamara wasn't playing? Wow. Yeah. The Saints don't have a quarterback. Yeah, but they have Taysom Hill. So, uh, Falcons at Panthers. Uh, beginning of the year, I'd be taking the Panthers. Now I'm taking the Falcons, 28-18. to 18. I'm taking the Falcons, 26-20. Yeah. Panthers offense, I just don't see it. Yeah, no differences so far besides the Thursday night game. Ravens at Browns, the interception bowl of the season <laughs> when there was like eight or something interceptions. I got Ravens win this game, 31-17. Browns, that cliff came fast and they <laughs> dropped hard. Not been looking really good recently. I'm pretty sure they're last actually in the division right now, which when Big Ben's the quarterback of a team in your division, you should not be below them. Um, <laughs> I'm going to get so much flack from Brady for that, but it's not going to be a Browns win. I, I agree. I think this is Lamar's game to go off. He threw like four interceptions in the first half last time against the Browns. And they still won. And they they still, still won. won. So imagine him not doing that. Like, wow. <laughs> Ravens 33, Browns. Give me 20 here. Baker's yeah. still beat up. Yeah. Giants at Chargers. Who cares? I don't care. I hate the Chargers now because they beat the Bengals. Chargers 28, Giants 13. I think the Chargers are going to go off offensively. They're going to drop 34. And the Giants, they're going to start. They're, they're not going to start Danny Dimes. No, no, And it no. looks like Mike Glennon is in this week. That's great for Giants fans. So I'm giving them a generous 17 points. That's here. very generous, Dante. Yeah. Lions at Broncos. Lions got their first win last week. Looked like they just won the Super Bowl. I don't know how. <laughs> what was going on? <laughs> They're not winning this week, though. 17-16. We both have the tightest of scores here. Absurd how that happened. We could def- we're could we definitely going to be dead on this game. It's definitely going to be a blowout somehow. Look, I could definitely see the Lions just taking this one. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, like maybe they get some momentum. That's why I think it's going to be a really close game. I have 19-18. Don't ask me how that happens, but... 1918. I just. It's going to be a very interesting game to say the least. I'm really curious to see how the Lions are going to respond. 
My game of the week, Bills at Buccaneers. The Bills have been shaky, so I got the Buccaneers winning this one 34-24. I think it's going to be a really heavy-hitting game. I'm taking the Bills here, 33-27. Micah Hyde and Jordan, Jordan Poyer discussed with the media. They're going to show it. Um, I think the Bills need to bounce back, and I think they will against Tom Brady, who is not the GOAT, 33-27. to Bears-Packers. The last time the Bears played the Packers, Rodgers told the Bears fans that he owns them. And I'm sure he'll own them for another week with a score of 31-20. Give me 32-14. Fields is back. Like we said, won't matter. Doesn't matter. You know who's still the coach? Matt Nagy. Hate Matt Nagy. <laughs> and Monday night, Rams-Cardinals. This, You tell me this game was going on earlier in the year, and I would I would have taken the Rams. Give me the Cardinals here, 34-29. to Bad secondary on the Rams. Yeah. That's why I think Cardinals are going to light it up. Rams have been really interesting recently, really shaky, but it's, they got to turn around eventually. they got too many good players to not turn it around. they got 31-30, to really close game there too. Moving on to baseball. Yeah. And like we said earlier in the show, Manfred still locked out. But somehow, some way, we found some baseball news. 27-year-old center fielder from Japan, Seiya Suzuki, no relation to Ichiro, is going to come to the MLB, and he hasn't had a season batting under 300, and he had 38 home runs last season. A couple teams that I think are a good fit for him. The Red Sox, because they just lost Hunter Renfro. The Mariners, and the Yankees, who have a little bit of a center fielder issue. Do they bring back Aaron Hicks? Uh, switch hitter, yes. Gets on base a good amount. However... Average. He he always has a low average, and it Yankee fans are ticked off to say the least. Do you put Judge in center? Mm, you don't want to do that to your corner outfielder. Do you put Gallo in center? Again, great defensively in, in right field. You don't want to start messing with that. So that's why I think Say Suzuki would be a great fit in the Bronx. Buck Showalter is high on the Mets list for manager next season. I definitely see it. I would I would have loved for the Yankees to get Showalter but we opted to re-sign Aaron Boone, a decision I'm still shaking my head about. The Red Sox and Astros, and obviously Yankees, are interested in Trevor Story. Now again, none of this will ever happen until the lockout ends, but interest is always important. The A's also reportedly called Freeman and his agents before the lockout started. This information comes out now. Again, I don't see anything happening here, but it'll certainly be interesting because if the Yankees trade for Matt Olson, I would not be the slightest bit shocked if Freddie Freeman goes to Oakland. Yasiel Puig just signs in Korea. His MLB career starts off amazing with the Dodgers, and it was just downhill from there. Um, he wasn't able to play a couple years ago due to COVID restrictions. Looks like he's had enough of the MLB, like most of the fans. And to Korea <laughs> he goes. Speaking of... Anger. The Yankees and Clint Frazier did not end on good terms at all. There's a tweet from a fan saying, quote, I'm so glad this dude isn't a Yankee anymore. And Clint responds with, so am I. <laughs> That's so, oh my God. Baseball is kind of a joke. It's becoming. Oh my God. Clint um, took a jab at the Yankees' facial hair policy and says, looks like I can, leave my, looks like I can ra- leave my razor at home. And former Yankee... <laughs> I love, love him. CC Sabathia is pissed off, saying, quote, he only played 15 games in the MLB. 
if I see another headline involving, I'm going to punch someone in the expletive face. <laughs> That's just hilarious. I mean, CeCe's absolutely right. Clint was a highly touted prospect. Uh, I believe he was a top five prospect in the league. Really? The Yankees traded Andrew Miller to Cleveland for him, and it's just been injuries and wishy-washy play from Clint at 15 games. And I, Clint thinks he could talk about being glad that he's not a Yankee anymore. I don't think that's right. I don't think he has a leverage to do so. Not the biggest uh, games, though, to judge stats off of. No, but, I mean, I don't know. It just rubbed no, I don't agree. With, I don't agree with that. I'm just saying that. Yeah, I, I mean, I liked him when he was with us. I thought he brought a little fire, a little intensity, a little swagger, something that the Yankees don't typically have. Something you really don't need in baseball, though, too much compared to other sports. I, I disagree. You look at Nick Castellanos last year. Uh, flexing over the pitcher when he when he comes home after the wild pitch, he later got suspended for it. But it just exactly. shows a little emotion, and that's what I like. You know, you love to see that in baseball. But, yeah, uh, you love to see it, but it doesn't really. No, it definitely brings momentum. It brings fire. It does. But I think Clint just did it at the wrong time here, and he doesn't have any leverage. So I don't I don't really understand where he's coming from. We're gonna hop right into a commercial, real quick, and oh. we will hop right into hockey right after. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to hop right back into the NHL news segment. The NHL has come back strong from the coronavirus effects on the league. NHL is projecting revenues to reach $5.2 billion this season, a rise from before the COVID pause. Salary cap is expected to rise $1 million next season, thanks to the growth. And all this is because of Gary Bettman. You love him, you hate him. It's because of him. And here's a quote from the man himself. I plan on being here for a long time, so you're still stuck with me. Dante? You deep down got to love that. Absolutely. I mean, every I, I've been critical of a lot of commissioners, and I think Bettman is the one that I've really softened up on. I mean, last year, hated Bettman, and this year, I'm really starting to like him. Yeah, it wasn't so much last year. It was kind of like before COVID, and then I just saw Goodell and like baseball now going downhill, and basketball's just always been a joke. So I see those going down, and I'm like, Bettman's not going down. No, Bettman's actually he's he's good for the sport. Yeah, he's continuing strong. I still, I'm still going to boo when I see him walk on the ice to hand out the trophy. But so I, it, it's, 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 it's ritual. Speaking of ritual, firing NHL head coaches is a ritual these days. And the Canucks fired head coach Travis Green and the GM Jim Benning. Green has been replaced by Bruce Boudreau and Jim Rutherford hired as Canucks president of hockey operations. Down in Philly, where they are on a losing streak after losing streak. Like they lost the Devils twice in like a week and a half. Can't be doing that if you want to be a good team in hockey. Alain Vigneault and Michael Michel Therrien both fired. Mike Yao will take over on an interim basis. Mike Yao's not going to do anything. Mike Yao's not going to fix anything. So I'm not too hopeful for the Flyers anymore. Winnipeg Jets player Neil Pionk suspended two games. For a hit against Leafs Rasmus Sandin. What is going on Winnipeg. in Winnipeg? <laughs> what are they teaching them in Winnipeg? It is not right going up there. They are not teaching hockey right. Just keeping on the uh, suspension list. This is actually really funny. Jason Spezza is appealing his six-game suspension for kneeing Neil Pionk. If you remember previously from the last thing I read, Neil Pionk suspended two games for kneeing. You get, you get what comes around. Uh, two grass practices as Boston's emergency goalie while Linus Olmark is sick. That's good for Boston. I truly think they need Rast to be a good hockey team. I thought Olmark could have done something. 
Oh, I was wrong. <laughs> Swayman is good. He's still young, though, so they got to give him a little bit more time. But Omar could be a good trade piece to get a better defenseman or another forward. Ben Bishop will begin conditioning after an injury absence. Genuine question. Is he still in Dallas? <laughs> He's still in Dallas, but I don't think they need him. Holpe's playing so good yeah, right now. I, They're number one in the league, I think. Or at least in the West. They're playing amazing right now. Number one in the West. I, I think they're fine. Like Holpe is, play, he played so poorly when he was in Vancouver, so poorly for his little stint with Dallas last year. Now this Dallas again this year, playing really well. It's really important to have two two hot goalies. Yeah, if they can and have two elite goalies like that, or formerly like still starting goal. That's that's still better than half the league, both of them. You see with the Rangers now with Igor Hurt, Georgiev yeah. had to step in and he's he's held his own. I mean, yeah, threw in Adam Huska to. Yeah, and then he got actually steamrolled yeah. by uh, someone on the avalanche, and that, that's got to hurt. <laughs> uh, speaking about injuries, Mitch Marner out three to four weeks with a shoulder injury. The Leafs have been rolling. I don't think this will affect them too much. They've really been on a tear. Tied to Foley out several weeks with an upper body injury. Nothing's going right up in Montreal, so this is just continuing to that trend. Uh, to Foley... A key player, so it's definitely going to hurt them. Talking about key players, Jen Gensel is now week-to-week as well. He's been having a monster season for the Pittsburgh Penguins, really projecting them into the spot that they're in right now because without them, they've not had Crosby and Malkin for a long time. Devils backup goalie Jonathan Bernier will miss at least one week with a lower body injury. This is not good for the Devils because the whole point of getting Jonathan Bernier was to give Blackwood someone that they can rely on in case Blackwood gets hurt. How are you going to rely on someone if you're getting hurt yourself? It's not looking good for the Devils. Last year, it flunked with them, too, and them getting Corey Crawford. That was a fluke and a half. So things with the goalie situation not looking good with the Devils. And Lindy Ruff said, quote from Lindy Ruff, a bit worried and concerned regarding the long-term health of goalie Jonathan Bernier, who was placed on injured reserve this morning with a lower body injury. Without a reactivative date, the injury surrounds his hip, which he's been dealing with all season. That is not good. Jonathan Bernier is no kid. I mean, he's 33. He's, oh, he's, he's grandpa. Yeah, he's, 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 been, he's, been, he's been through the war. Been in the trenches. Um, Nikita Kucherov skates with the team once again. I feel like I heard of this injury. It was like a 16-week injury. I feel like it's been like six weeks. So he's back pretty fast. That's good for Tampa Bay. Not good for the rest of the league. Jujar Char, Char, Char uh, taken to the hospital after getting hit by Rangers defenseman Jacob Truba. Then the very next night, Jacob Truba absolutely, absolutely flattens Nathan McKinnon. Jacob Truba is on a mission. If you're standing on the ice wearing an opposing jersey, you're getting hit by that man. He is wrecking through the league right now, you physically. You love to see it. As a Ranger fan. Yes, of course. I mean, you don't love to see people getting taken to the hospital, obviously. No, no. But, but you, you love to you see love the aggression. See yeah. I mean, if you look at both of those hits, Kajara and McKinnon, both of their head down, yeah, I mean, look out. Um, McKinnon train. hit was a little higher than the Jujar one was, but they're both still both head down. Yeah. But I mean, troop train coming in, and Gordio <laughs> Hattrick in both games. Yeah, and it's a little surprising because he's not the youngest guy either. He's still got some fight left in him. Absolutely, I love it. Uh, speaking of stuff everyone loves, Trevor Zegers puts the puck Michigan style on his stick, flips the puck over the net, and Sony Milano bats it into the net. Wow, beautiful. Trevor Zegers is a special player to watch. People in Anaheim, if they know they have a hockey team, they are lucky to have that hockey team. Eventually, it'll pay off eventually. Troy Tarry continues to play well. Jamie Drysdale, they'll be good eventually. 
I mean, that, that's the move that you do in practice. Oh yeah, or it's, on the roller rink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't imagine doing that. And the uh, the confidence as a, as young, a young rookie, player. a rookie, a literal rookie who's right now fourth in the running of rookie of the year. It goes Lucas Raymond, Detroit, Mort Sider, Detroit, Dawson Mercer, New Jersey, and Trevor Zegers, Anaheim. And none of those teams are good either. So yeah, Detroit. I mean, I'd say we're in the same. We're all kind of the same. Play. Actually, Anaheim's in the playoff spot. But that won't last. And speaking about things <laughs> lasting, Daniel Chara can still get in fights. The 44-year-old defenseman laid a beating on second-year player Yakov Trenin. Yakov was bloodied on the face, visor cut him, walloped by Chara. I don't... Looked like he got mauled by a bear. Yeah, when you step on the ice and you're like like doing the motion to drop the gloves, how are you doing that motion and looking at Daniel Chara and not going like... What is wrong with me? What am I doing? I'm going to let this 6'7 Slovakian man punch me to a pulp. <laughs> why, why would you get in a fight with Zidane Jara? Ah, that's a mystery to me. Marc-Andre Fleury with career number 500 win. He is 51 wins away from Patrick Waugh and 101, uh, 91 wins away from the GOAT, Martin Brodeur. That's impressive for Flurry. Start off the season shaky. Chicago's kind of coming back up a little bit. He's had a great career, though, with Pittsburgh, Vegas, and now Chicago. You love to see him. Everyone, he's a great guy. Everyone does love him, at least for my, at least like what yeah. I think, because I don't think too many Devil fans don't hate him. I'm sure Capital fans despise him, though, but that's just a rivalry. But everyone loves him, and great for him. I didn't realize Wah had so little, only 51 away from him. So Wah's at 100, or 551 and 191 away from Berdor. That's pretty impressive for Berdor to be so far away from the second-place guy as well. Yeah, I, I don't think Wah has little. I just think Berdor has a lot. Yeah, 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 right, yeah, which is crazy. And uh, the talk for sending NHL players to Beijing this year is happening today. Oh, no. Oh, yay. Who knows what's going to happen. I think, though, remember how in the beginning of the NHL segment I mentioned that the NHL is on the up-and-coming with the money? It's going to go up if they bring the Olympics with this because it's going to get national views. They try to send nationally, but they haven't been able to do that because of COVID. I think this will really get that back up there. And, I mean, for my enjoyment, for your enjoyment, for everyone listening to this enjoyment, no one wanted to watch a bunch of college kids get kicked kicked by Russia because Russia has their own... NHL basically. Yeah. No one wants to see that. And I just, I remember back in Sochi. Oh, yeah. The I iconic mean, TJ Oshie. Yeah, that was NHL though. That was, that was NHL. We're talking about like, um, Peyong Chang when there was the college kids like Boldy and all of them were playing in the Olympics. The, the juniors team playing in the Olympics yeah. and Germany and Russia and some other European teams have grown men playing because they have their own leagues professionally. And then on other international talk, teams are starting to lend players to their respective countries for the World Juniors. So the only difference, I guess, is location of play, where the World Juniors are in Canada, Olympics are in Beijing, so I guess Canada is better than China is right now with COVID. Um, players that have gone already is like Holtz. I think Raymond probably will not be sent this year just because he's been playing on the main rosters. And they're, I don't think they can think they can win a playoff spot here, but they just want to send him over to send him over, I guess. And then... Other players like Ty from our college has been Melanic. sent up. Yeah, it's people are getting sent now, and it's the time. I, 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 lo- I love watching it. It's probably probably the third favorite thing for me to watch when it comes to hockey. Like first, Stanley Cup Finals, like the whole playoffs. Second, the Olympics when there's NHL players, and a third, World Juniors. 
those are kids that were all older or the same age as, which makes me sad on the inside. <laughs> playing on the national surface, playing amazing hockey, it's it's great to see. And the prospects, you're like, oh, that guy's going to be a devil yeah. in a couple of years. Oh, that guy's going to be a ranger in a couple of years. You love to see it. It's crazy to see it. Like, here it's that Quinnipiac games. You're watching Ty. Yeah, you could be on the TV. Yeah, yeah, playing for Team USA with the red, white, and blue on his jersey. That would be something else. All right, heading over to basketball now. Some injuries to go through real quick. Bam Adebayo out for four to six weeks after a thumb injury. TJ, yeah, a lot of thumb injuries in the (laughs) NBA. I don't know. I mean, I I guess you got a shoe with it, but, like, how does your thumb get injured that often? (laughs) TJ McConnell out for 10 to 12 weeks with a wrist injury. That's I, I. That's that's a tough one. Wrist, you can't. Oh, you can't, you can't yeah. move your wrist. You're not. <laughs> you're not getting that wet splasher. I know T.J. McConnell really likes getting that ball in there. He was a great workhorse player for the Sixers when he was on there. So I really liked him. Feel bad for him. The Pacers are definitely missing him. Kiara Lewis Jr. of the Pelicans out for the season with an ACL tear and MCL oh, sprain. That's bad. That's not good. Don't know much about this kid, but prayers up to him. Nick's Evan Fournier blames his bad game against the Pacers on bad steak. What do you think? He's Michael Jordan? When I read this, Dante, I laughed. You know why? Because only good NBA players are allowed to make absurd excuses. <laughs> Evan Fournier has no rights to be doing that with his play. No, no. Only LeBron and the elites are allowed to do that. I hate basketball. But someone <laughs> I don't hate on basketball, uh, Steph Curry... Is nine three pointers away from becoming first in all time three point record. Currently, Ray Allen is ahead of him with 2,973. What he's doing is revolutionary, and only the greats can do it. Leave their mark like that. Actually, the great greats, they changed the game. Doc Rivers, Sixers head coach. Steph's one of those guys you just can't hate. No, no. And if you do hate him, you're a Lakers fan, Cavs fan, LeBron fan. LeBron fan. That's what I'm trying to say here. He's on his own level, one made for himself. And he's done such a great job, and he has such great character as a person, and you root for people like that. He's getting everything he deserves. That's Ray Allen, who's about to get his record shattered. Because <laughs> Steph Curry still has so much time before that record even eclipses. It's, it's amazing what he's been doing. The Warriors play the Sixers and Steph's brother Seth coming up on Saturday. If he does not break the record there, he will, then will have one more day break before his next chance to break it against the Pacers, where I think he'll break it personally. I think he'll probably get around seven or eight against my Sixers and then just get one or two in the Pacers, break the record, and then keep going on his career. And if not, then he's got a match of the next day against the Knicks, which he will definitely get it by that game against the Knicks. I feel like people forget that Steph, is he's, he's older. He's 33. Yeah, but he's not. But, but he's he doesn't play yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And he I does think not his, play like he's old. His play will yeah. continue to Yeah, because it's not like on. too... Unless he keeps getting injured with that ankle injury, he's not too, like... it's not You're not too grueling on the body with the type of play he has. Yeah. Like, those threes are a little easier on the body than driving the paint every play. And uh, he's a great player, obviously. And, you know, his brother's playing really well, too, in Philadelphia. He's making a name for himself, too. Really trying to grow up to be a starter where he wasn't in Portland. Uh, where do you think he's going to break that record? What game? One, two, or three? I would love to see it against his brother. I would love to see that too, but I just... Nine in a game is pretty difficult. Maybe. And I could just see it's one of those things where he gets like that one away, and then like he shoots that last three and like bricks. Because like, like, oh no, you know? See, normally I would say he would miss that, that ninth. However, and I think... Steph Curry, it's yeah. Steph Curry. So, but like, ugh. I don't know. I also want my Sixers to win. So like, one less Steph three is a good <laughs> thing in anyone's day for if you're going against Steph. All right, we'll head to the college section now. 
We'll hit some college football up, hit a commercial, and then hit some college hockey, give a little uh, split up here. So Dante will hit us with that college football. Great. So the NCAA is banning the fake slide that was made famous by Pittsburgh quarterback Kenny Pickett. This is very controversial, I know. Uh, how is it famous? It's like a weekend. It's not, it's not like some of this viral. is like, yeah, but not everyone's doing it. There hasn't even been another chance for anyone to do it and they're already banned as that league. I think they're very underrating how difficult it is to do that because not every quarterback is doing that. The argument on the other side here is that quarterbacks have special rules in place. Of course. Right? And and he's taking advantage of those rules on the sliding here. And look, I, I personally, I'm indifferent about this. I, I could see why they would ban it and I would see why people love it. But quarterbacks kind of exploiting this it, it would cause a problem because if you're a defense what are you going to do is he going to slide is he not going to slide you don't know if it's a fake so honestly I would like to of them to not ban it maybe for a little bit more and if people try to do these fake slides and then they try to slide later on in the game if you get blown up you get blown up I'm sorry that's, yeah, that's how it is you know I love that mentality Dante and I really do I know player safety doesn't like that mentality. Yeah, player safety, and especially with college kids, because they're not even sort of their career yet. That could really like end their lives. Not so even early. making money from it. Yeah, so I, I I gotta disagree with you on this one. I do like the contact. I do like the the oh, is he gonna slide on my? Gonna just take this kid's head off? But you know, you gotta be safe. But that, that's I, it. Makes yeah, sense yeah, why yeah. they bend it. Yeah. Next up, the college football playoffs uh, are announced. Nah. Guess who's number one? Uh, not Cincinnati. <laughs> it's Bama. Uh, who could have guessed that? Play number four, Cincinnati uh, and Michigan, Georgia, the two and three Cincinnati, seats. Cincinnati, guys, nothing to be ashamed of. Great season. <laughs> I agree. They <laughs> yeah, could go tell their stories walking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, and I think uh, Georgia's going to, I don't know how Georgia's under Michigan here. I disagree. I think Michigan's going to win. Wow. I think Georgia is a fraud. You're a fraud. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, your team is a fraud because they did not make the playoffs. They lost to Michigan. Yeah. So you think? I think Michigan will beat Georgia. Bama will beat And then Bama Cincinnati, will beat Michigan. And Bama will beat Michigan. But Georgia can beat Bama. I could see it, but I think... Can Cincinnati Mich- beat Bama? No, no. I, I think Bama would. Be, I, I think Bama could beat any of these teams here. I give. I have Bama winning the national championship. Can, can Cincinnati beat Bama? No. Not gonna happen. So I think Cincinnati can beat Michigan. Uh, <laughs> that means nothing. <laughs> it's not gonna. I guess we'll never know. That Michigan Bama finals. Yeah. Georgia's right, a fraud yeah, defense. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Brian Kelly joins LSU and adds a fake accent after leaving North Dakota. <laughs> no, 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 Notre Dame. Notre Dame. I got the hockey on my mind, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, Brian Kelly with his fake accent. That was just Yeah, okay, gosh. Next topic. Next one. EA Sports, the video game, eyeing a summer 2023 release of a new college football video game. I know fans have been waiting for a college football game for a long, long time. So we'll see how that works out. That'll be very fun. I'd love to play it. Um, you know, just on the state of the video game topic real quick, NHL released um, a juniors update. No college players because they do not have the rights for it yet. Very sad. That would have been a great addition. Maybe after this game gets released, college players will be allowed to get bought by, out by EA, and that could work. But I don't think they want to get paid like that because that, they'd get definitely paid for having being in Absolutely. NHL 23. Yes. Next up, 
little UConn women's basketball. Yeah, keeping it in Connecticut. Star Paige Becker's out for six to eight weeks with a fracture in her left knee. You hate to see it. And Georgia Tech upsets the Huskies in Becker's first game out with the injury. Yeah, I remember UConn going on that crazy run a couple years back where it was just like year after year just not losing. Yeah, they kept it going strong recently, but they've been losing a little bit, so, you know, that's been crazy. I think the loss of Beckers is going to be... Yeah, and then uh, with Bobcat Hockey, we went 2-0 this weekend with a 2-0 win against RPI and a 4-0 win against Union. Uh, We got two games against LIU this weekend, and then nothing until January 2nd. And then finally... Everyone's favorite part of the show, this day in sports history. The year is 1992. NHL awards franchises to Miami and Anaheim for the 1994-95 seasons. Very interesting. We got one more podcast. The date will be changed, ladies and gentlemen. We're not going to be doing the 4-5 to f- uh, five on Friday next week, but it is finals because we're going to try to get a little bit earlier. So look on our social medias for that information. Uh, thanks for listening, as always. We always appreciate it, guys. Don't forget... Subscribe, like, follow on Instagram, Twitter, Google+, and, of course, the Pony Express. From Dante Esposito. And Evan Deck. Go Bobcats.